You're listening to the Prof. Joe COVID-19 Aged Care Podcast. If you're an aged care professional, you can connect with us at the Prof. Joe COVID-19 Aged Care Facebook group. Otherwise, you can connect with us at our regular page at Prof. Joe Online. You can also visit our website at profjoe.com.au for a collection of all our links. Also, feel free to email us at info at profjoe.com.au. Welcome. Welcome to the Prof Joe COVID-19 Aged Care Podcast. Mental health and well-being at times of crisis. A briefing. The mental health of the whole population is of national concern. With COVID-19, we see an increase in the risk of depression, anxiety and post-traumatic stress. These are brought about because of loss of employment, financial stress, increasing alcohol consumption, domestic violence. There are other stresses that arise because of COVID-19, particularly in aged care. There's the increasing number of deaths of residents, the inability to attend funerals or have memorials in the traditional sense. There's a change in relationships due to social distancing and isolation. Communicating through personal protective equipment makes expression and understanding of body language far more difficult. There is an increasing workload and there are more tasks to be done. And we often feel a sense or a lack of control which increases the level of stress and we would have all experienced greater levels of daily stress in our normal or usual lives with the travel restrictions and the need to stay home. Combine all of these issues with the changes that also occur within the mental health services where these may not be available to the same extent due to a larger volume of work. The usual face-to-face consultations now are replaced with telephone or other means which may make it harder to develop a rapport with a therapist. Two of the issues that are worth examining in detail are disenfranchised grief and moral injury. Both are well established and well known and they're particularly relevant during the COVID-19 pandemic. Disenfranchised grief is a term coined by Ken Doka some two decades ago and defines disenfranchised grief as grief that results when a person experiences a significant loss and the resultant grief is not openly acknowledged, socially validated or publicly more. So the point here is that you feel the loss but everyone around you doesn't comprehend or recognise that there has been a significant loss. This means the usual social supports are missing. Examples where this might occur is grieving for someone you don't know well, the loss of a very old person, the loss of a loved one with severe Alzheimer's and the death of a resident. As a staff member, family, friends may not understand the grief associated for the care staff when this occurs. The second area that needs to be considered during the pandemic is the one called moral injury. This is a term that originated in the military 
and is described as psychological distress that results from actions or the lack of actions which violate a person's moral or ethical code. Neil Greenberg and colleagues wrote an interesting article in the British Medical Journal on this topic and highlighted the importance that managers need to be proactive to protect the mental well-being of staff and to be monitoring their health in the longer term. A couple of examples where there's potential for moral injury in a pandemic is when we are following instructions given by others that we believe are either unethical, immoral or against the guidance from our professional bodies. For example, as we've discussed earlier, is being asked to care for a resident in the care home when under normal circumstances they would have gone to an acute hospital. Another example is placing residents or colleagues in danger because of our inexperience or we're working outside our normal competency. There are many more examples, but we'll stick to those two for now. The most important message from this briefing is to be aware of the issues that may affect our mental health and well-being. By taking that first step and recognising it, we're better able to manage our own and our staff's mental health. I'm Joseph Ibrahim. Thanks for listening.